Welcome, everybody, to the Eyes on Big podcast. Thank you very, very much for joining us. I'm your co-host, Jeffrey the Greek, joined as always by... This is Big Kurt here. And uh, we are not recording from the Downstairs Athletic Club. No, we are not, unfortunately. We are downtown Minneapolis in our secret which, second location. Which is ironic because of what's happening today. What's that? We're presenting the Eisman Trophy <laughs> by the Downstairs Athletic Club. Well, but we're in a... We're in a big, grand uh, situation. In fact, we got 15-foot ceilings here. I hope we're not echoing Good point. Here too much. But if our winner was here, I'm sure he would feel very special to be receiving the honor right here. Yeah, it's a little uh, probably a better place for a presentation than I think so. downstairs athletic. And we're going to have a lot of people here for the ceremony. Yeah, obviously. So we, we need a bigger spot right. to, have the, to have this deal. Um, once again, Kurt is joining us uh, with a heavy heart yeah. because – He's an Illini fan. It's the yoke that I bear. <laughs> and also downtown last night was the uh, the NCAA Final Four for women's, women's volleyball. Volleyball, and my beloved was in the Final Four, and I could not let them go through town and not go see them. I figured it's probably the only time in my lifetime I will get to see an Illinois Final Four in person. So I went, and he rolled the dice and. Uh, purchased a ticket scalped on the street got into a suite for 30 bucks couldn't even believe it i'm not even sure if it's a, it was a real ticket at this point or not or if it was counterfeit because the the seat did not exist but i got in that's all that mattered all the texts i was getting from big kurt just uh, i could just feel the elation like i got sweet tickets and, uh, and let's preface this by saying i expected to lose i did not go there expecting to see an illini victory they were playing the the defending national champion Cornhuskers. Nebraska Cornhuskers. Now, granted, Illinois is ranked slightly higher than them, but I just I figured that experience from the previous year would, would be too much for Illinois. Then, then they went up two games to none in a best-of-five series, and the first one was close. The second one was not close. I was, they were gaining momentum, and it looked like they were just going to run away with the thing. And then they lost three straight sets. That's and, tough. of course, a controversial call at the end of the last set that, of course, goes against Illinois because that's how things work out. So, unfortunately, Big Kurt was filling me in with this, and then you told me about, <laughs> about the conversation you had with your buddy. Yeah, so then uh, my buddies were all excited that I was going to this game. I texted them ahead of time and told them they were really proud of me for representing. This morning, my phone was blowing up. You are no longer allowed to go to Illinois sporting events because all my friends know that... I was at the Sugar Bowl, got our butts kicked, right? Uh, I was at the bright. I went to one bragging rights game against Missouri in basketball. One game. It ended a nine-game winning streak for Illinois. <laughs> I was at the 2015 uh, Big Ten baseball championships right here down the street, right across the street at Target Field. Ended a 27-game winning streak for Illinois. It, it's just I am the bad luck charm. You're, so you're mush. You remember? You remember? I, I'm the musher. Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely the musher. And there's a lot of talk today in Illinois circles about the, a curse, like you know, a Cubs type of curse. Is there a curse? There is. It's me. <laughs> Which ironically, uh, you hate the Cubs with a white hot intensity. Yes, so I do. There's there's a little bit. I, maybe you kind of deserve that for all the shade you put on wow. against the Cubs onto Twitter. Maybe yeah. maybe that's what you need to think about. Wow. Maybe Wrigley Field is not that bad of a stadium. Maybe they bequeathed the goat onto me. Maybe I'm the goat now. Chicago native. But it not could, in a good way. Not greatest of all time. The goat in the traditional sense. 
All right. So we, we talked about it a little bit last week. We are we will now award the yearly Eisman Trophy. Yes. Big Kurt, take it away. All right, let's go down the candidates here. We've got Rondale Moore, wide receiver, Purdue University. What a season for a freshman, true freshman, 103 catches, 1,164 yards, and 12 touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, of course, great running back for Wisconsin, 1,989 rushing yards and 15 touchdowns. What do you think about those candidates? Wow, those first two candidates. Yes. I would really like to just talk about those first two. Let's just right talk now. about. Is yeah. there? Should we talk about anybody else? I can't think of anybody right now. No. So let's just talk about these first two candidates. Let's talk about Ryan Moore. Just con- does, uh, one consensus All American, right? That's insane. First time that a true freshman in the Big Ten has ever done that. Listen, he was a big recruit, but I've just seen so many huge recruits either not pan out or they just they just take time to develop into well, the what they're thing, supposed to be. He was a four star, not a five star. Right. He wasn't he was, he was a high four star. Was correct? he a high I'm not sure about that. Okay, I, don't know. I thought I remember I'd have to go back and look. The whole point is he was wanted by a lot of the top and he level flipped teams. From somebody. He was committed somewhere else. Yeah, I can't remember big. Where else. And so for him to get on the scene like that and I mean right from the first first game of the year Versus Northwestern. Northwestern obviously won the game, but yeah. Rondale Moore was, was, the, was the star Pretty much the, the player of the game. And he essentially was that same player all the way through the year. I think he had a little bit of freshman tiredness or injury kind I think of two-thirds he might have been of the way. Up a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Plus, people were just keying on him. Right. I mean, and of course, Brom used that to his advantage. It just opened up Zico and the other guys on the offense. And every time I've seen him interviewed, I just like to pull that. He just seems like a good yeah. kid. Humble guy. Very happy for him. Jonathan Taylor, of course. You know, second great season in a row, running behind that vaunted uh, offensive line of Wisconsin, but almost 2,000 yards. Almost 2,000 yards, and I have to say, almost 2,000 yards with almost no threat of a passing attack. Yeah, with one of the worst quarterbacks in the Big Ten, I'd say. So you know defenses are keying on him. They were trying to. But still had a huge Didn't matter, yeah. Well, should we present the uh, Eisman Trophy? Yes. Okay, let me uh, let me grab the envelope. Oh, wait a second. Oh, there's wait. a third candidate. There's I, a th- I forgot. I, I totally forgot. There's this other guy. Um, let me see. His name is Dwayne Haskins. 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 Not Haskins. Haskins. Okay. And he is a quarterback, okay, mm-hmm. from uh, Ohio State University. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's see. Let's look at his numbers. 70.2% completion, not too bad. 4,580 passing yards. Wow, that's impressive. 47 <laughs> passing touchdowns. How did we overlook that guy? What happened? All right, we're going to let you in on the joke now. It was ridiculous how little of exposure he got by ESPN when he was out there for the Heisman, that, that other award that you hear about. Yeah, the ripoff award. Yeah. And how... ESPN actually defended it afterwards. Yes. Like Reese Davis was defending it. How could you defend that? I, I, I don't even think it's – I have never seen that in all the times. I, no. As much as I complain about the Heisman, I, I check in on it. You know, it's not yeah. something I, I think about all during the year. But I used that to love day, it when I was a kid. That, but, oh, loved yeah. it when I was a yeah. kid. Um, but it was not hard. I didn't. You don't have to follow when you have Twitter because it was just nonstop – you know, Ohio yeah. State or even kind right. of a certain degree, Big Ten fans just complaining over and over again. Yep. Um, so then I started tuning in and yeah, no, I mean, what? Well, they you literally were interviewed on, the other two guys and not him. Very disrespectful. And they said, well, three is too many to interview at one that's, time. 
the stupidest thing I've ever but heard. But Fox interviewed all three of them. I think it was Fox or maybe CBS, one of the two. And I'd be and it was willing, a good segment. I'd be willing to bet if you went back in time the last even just 15 years, there would very easily be a time where they think there's three people that can win the award, and they have interviewed all three. Well, and, you know, we talked about this on the cast. He got better. Like, his best games were right at the end of the year against the best competition, right? He single-handedly yeah. beat Maryland, yeah. destroyed Michigan, Big Ten championship game. I mean, he was just playing great. And Tua was a liability in his last game. I mean, I could have – I probably would have voted Kyler even before that – SEC championship game but for me Tua lost it that day I agree and I would actually put Dwayne second I would have voted Kyler Dwayne Tua that would have been, been my fine order with that yeah by the way the winner is oh yeah so <laughs> envelope is right here well wait, 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 here we go breaking news all right here we go. <laughs> welcome to the 2018 Eisman Trophy presentation and the winner is Dwayne Haskins. Uh, congratulations, Dwayne Haskins. All right. Pretty much a no-brainer um, at some point yeah. in the year when we're doing the weekly Eisman. It was I mean, like how many times did you win that? Dwayne, I mean, I think I probably used like this a term. broken record. I probably use this term too much, but those are literally video game numbers. They are. And I, in, I will say I've seen a decent amount of national guys that said to both Tua and Dwayne Haskins, you have that year that you had almost any other year, especially when you're playing yeah. in Alabama and Ohio State. Correct. You are going to win the Heisman hands, hands down. It just was a bad year to have a There's really three year. winners this year, right? Really, yeah. Yeah, you can make a case for any one of them. All right, so moving on, we've got a, a healthy amount of housekeeping yes, we do. items to get to. We, we know some of these are a little bit old. We're down to one yeah. uh, podcast a week right now since we're kind of in the off-season to a certain degree, but go ahead and take it away. Housekeeping! No, thank you. Sleeping. All right, so, of course, Urban Meyer steps down as head coach at Ohio State, replaced by Ryan Day, signs a five-year contract with a minimum of $4.5 million per year. The question I have here, when does Urban Meyer come back and coach again? Okay, and who so does he coach? We're going to get rid That's fine. Let's um, get into it. Um, never once was I convinced that he wasn't going to be coaching again after, after Florida. I mean, I think we all knew that that was just a, a blip in time, and yep. I think to a certain degree – Everybody knew Ohio State could possibly be something that was open because you know they they went through the the, the they were going through the scandal I Tattoo think gate. at the time and um, this time around I, I probably had ten percent confidence that he was retired I would maybe put it around fifty percent confidence okay. that he he's retired so what if Lincoln Riley leaves Oklahoma I don't think it would be Oklahoma Florida State not Florida State Miami. I mean, still wrong. It's perfect. You just transition right into retirement afterwards, right? And stay in Miami. What about USC? Okay, USC. I think it's only two two schools because we know he's going. Notre to Dame blue would be yes, one. Yes, but, but Brian Kelly's not going anywhere. I understand that it doesn't look like Brian Kelly's going anywhere, but is it really that hard to see a scenario where Brian Kelly would would take off? Well, I mean, he's been there for a while now. Every every coach has a shelf life, right? And I don't know how much longer his shelf life is going to allow, but he's still, I mean, he's still doing great, right? Yeah. That, that is, those would so be that's the two jobs. Those would be the two jobs. Notre Dame and USC. USC. Okay. Um, I'm just, just throwing this in there because 
I hear two names all the time when there's a big opening mm-hmm. that happens. Well, okay, I, I take that back. There, there will be two names that you hear all the time. Okay. One is Urban Meyer. The other yep. one is Bob Stoops. Yeah. Bob Stoops is retired. He's I done. think so. They, the press needs to give it up. He's done. I, I don't think they get the guy. Not that I personally know him, but, but knowing his Iowa background, just I, you know, kind of reading into a lot of things mm-hmm. that he says, he's done. He, he got out of coaching what he wanted to but, get out. But he's let done. me present this scenario. His kids were in high school when he retired, right? And I think they're – were they seniors this year? I'm not really sure. They're going to be off in college, and I don't know if they're good enough to play in college. He wanted to watch his kids play, right? What if he gets bored? Don't see it. Okay. I just don't. I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, you, you won the lottery. Retire. Exactly. Why, why do you need that hassle? And you could say the same thing to Urban Meyer, right? Yeah. Okay. True. Another thing on Urban Meyer, um, a lot of the articles I read, there was a scathing article on, I think it was Bleacher Report. Okay. Making Urban Meyer sound like every... Yeah, I didn't read that article. I yeah, saw it. It was just ridiculous. I mean, the, the writer, I don't have his name right on the... Okay. Uh, but he's uh SEC, you know, based writer. Okay. They make it sound like this was the most scandalous... Right. You know, just just like a gangster that moonlighted as a Division One football coach. <laughs> well, the irony being... His biggest scandals were at Florida, and he kind of left that behind, right? right. Because he was known as the and guy. And they kind of get covered up because, you know, well, they're at Florida that. and the SEC. What, what are we really talking about here? When, when enough time has spaced between what went down this August with, you know, the whole Zach Smith, blah, Smithgate. blah, blah, Smithgate, okay. When enough time differences between that and whenever we start thinking about Urban Meyer again, is it? really gonna wind up being that big of a deal no I don't think so thank you no I really don't I I think what Urban Meyer is the most guilty at is being very smug and very successful yes I mean he's an arrogant guy and he just thinks he's the smartest guy in the room and he he lets you know that but you also have to have a lot of success to get that many eyeballs on you to dislike you I just I just I, 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 every time I get into this, I feel like, I, again, I say the same thing. I don't want to sound like I am the, the president of the Urban Meyer fan club. Right. But I have right. to look at this as even keel as, I'm, as I can. I think that guy has gotten way too much flack for how awful of a human being I mean, he is. I'll agree. I don't even like the guy, but I feel like he's taken too much crap. That's exactly how yeah. I feel. Okay. Well, let's move on. Rashad. Well, then Ryan Day. Ryan Day. Oh, Ryan Day. Quick. Okay. What, yeah, we should talk about him a little bit. Give, well, on, a, on, the, on, a, on the old elementary grade scale, what, what would you give it? I would give it a, at least a B plus. Okay. I mean, it, he from people within the program, they consider him a superstar. So you have to trust the people that are closest to the program, right? You always trust the, the people that know the program in and out that they know best yeah. as opposed to the national media. He did a great game job the first three games, right? I mean, he, he was poised. He was great with the media. I think it's a good hire. Do you think the smooth transition stoops to Lincoln Riley maybe played into it a little bit with what Gene Smith and whoever was making the decision? Yeah, it could have. I mean, I think was it all the way back in the pre the preseason podcast where I said, it looks like Ryan Day is the coach in waiting. Do you yep. remember us talking oh, yeah. about that? Yep. And I had said just, I think, three or four weeks ago, I said either one or both of them are not going to be there, meaning right. I don't think they're both yeah. going to say on the staff. Well, I think Ohio State probably wanted to snatch him up before somebody else did. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, Good-looking dude. 
looks like yeah. the face of a program. Great hair. <laughs> he, he's man, got I wish he's I had that hair. Read, I read about that he's, he's a family man. Very okay. big into that. They think there'll be a little bit of a different feel around the uh, the complex, if okay. you will. Um, the shoes that you step into, and we joke all the time that essentially you could pull a bum off the street and you would probably win 10 games a year at I, Ohio State. I think State. I'd be okay at Ohio State. <laughs> it wasn't, spe- <laughs> <laughs> wasn't specifically tight. Um, anyways, uh, but, but with that being said, the – the winning percentage that the last three, four coaches have been at has been incredible. Yeah. Um, so but Urban gotta, Meyer took it up and even he kind of did. Yeah. yeah. So what if he he kind of brings it back down like to a, we're talking one game a year? Yeah. One game a year. Back I mean, down. people like, are gonna like come at him with pitchforks. That's right? what I'm saying. He Urban Meyer goes 11 one every year and beats Michigan every year. If Herb, if Ryan Day goes ten See, and two every right year, there. he's got to beat Michigan. If he right. doesn't beat Michigan, ooh boy, that first year, even the first year. People are going to be going ape shit. What? <laughs> who? What? Who's that game going to be bigger for? Or, uh, yeah, that's or oh, Harbaugh. Man. We're really looking uh, ahead now. Yeah, that we're really. But anyways, okay. okay let's move on. on. Rashawn Gary not playing in the bowl game. Don Brown. We've moved on to Michigan, obviously. Don yep. Brown got an extension as the defensive coordinator. He was rumored to be looking at Temple. He was head coach. I didn't yeah. didn't hear that one. It, it, Probably a good like, decision. Old D coordinators. They don't look like head coaches no, to me. Like no. you just you stay in that role. Your, your time has passed. <laughs> yes. It's it's over. <laughs> yeah. The door's closed. Just decoordinate. So what about this Harbaugh to the NFL stuff? He yeah. put a, he put an end to it really quick. Yeah, I mean I it was it was there in a quick somebody must have been trying to get a story out of it. I think that's all it was. And he stamped it out. Okay, moving on to Penn State. Benny Snell, the Kentucky running back. Who, um, who Penn State plays in the bowl much game. Much ballyhooed will be playing against Penn State in that bowl game. Miles Sanders will also play in that bowl game. There was some talk maybe he would skip it and maybe go pro, but right. he will be so playing. So we got a good running back matchup. All right, moving on to Maryland. Hired a head coach. Mike Loxley becomes their head coach. Five-year, $12.5 million contract. Um, won the Broyles Award this year as offensive coordinator at Alabama. What do you think of the hire? You start. You start. Okay, he, he coached Illinois, so I know probably more about him than, than most. He was the offensive coordinator from 05 to 08 under the Zucker, and he was the reason, the biggest reason at least, that Zucker is considered a great recruiter. Like, he's the guy that was getting all those five stars and four star kids. That was Locks. I knew he was a good recruiter. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know that. Vontae Davis, okay. Regis Ben, those guys were both his, his guys out of, out of um, D.C. Area. area. So that's D.C. is his big recruiting area. So from a personnel standpoint, this is a great hire. But you look back at what he did, his only other head coaching stint was at New Mexico, and it was an embarrassment. It, it, it wasn't just an embarrassment. It was, like, historically bad for a two-year stint. It was a dumpster fire in a toilet is what it was. Two and two and 26 <laughs> in two and a half years. Two and a half, that's right. He had a sex discrimination accusation that was dropped to his – to, you know, to his credit, smacked a coworker around. Altercation with an assistant. I mean, it was just a horrible, awful disaster. And I would say that something to point out: uh, you and you know your six sales guys sitting around the table. It's not the same thing as a coach's meeting room. Tempers no, flare right. in a coach's meeting it happens, room. It's, yeah. it's that's how it's supposed to go. But I, don't necessarily... I think you do cross the line when you when you jack a guy. Yeah. Maybe. If but. That kind of never 
There was never charges or anything. No, there was no charges. We don't really know the details, but there was an altercation. That's all we know. The 2 and 26 is what sticks out to me. Well, the 2 and 26 mix with that stuff. I I don't get how the national media makes up their mind on what's what's a good hire or not a good hire. This has been mostly viewed as a good hire. Yeah, and if I was a Maryland fan, I'd be very skeptical. I would be afraid that we just hired Ron Zook, basically, at Illinois. Okay. Or, I'm going to challenge you here. You're, I don't okay. think you're going to get this. Or did they hire George Raveling? George Raveling coached for Iowa basketball for a mm-hmm. while and went to USC. Okay. Okay. Do you get the connection at all? Uh, I don't know the connection, no. <gasps> okay, George Raveling was a phenomenal recruiter. He got okay. talent into yeah. Iowa City. Did he get, like, B.J. Armstrong? Yep, that? he got okay. the yeah, yeah. studs. Before but, Dr. Tom. Well, Dr. Tom followed up. Okay. So they followed up so he the recruiter, him. the talent. Okay. Dr. Tom coached them into a very good team their junior okay. and senior years. Maybe that's what we would have with Loxie. Allow Maybe me to give you another they, comparison. Okay. Bill Self recruited all the guys that Bruce Weber coached in the national championship game for Illinois. Okay. Yeah. So Very similar. Right. So I feel like... He's going to get talent. He already flipped a four-star to him. But the only – yeah, I saw that. It's crazy. The only reason he is viewed as a good hire for Maryland is is based solely on Alabama. Well, I was going to say his recruiting prowess. Well, yeah, okay. But but also, the the reason he became a viable candidate is because he did a good job at Alabama this year. And again, you're the offensive coordinator at Alabama with – But they were scoring – you know, 50 whatever points a game. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm okay, skeptical. What, yeah, what, is your, what is your hiring grade for this? I'm going to say B minus. Uh, yeah, I was going to say like B minus C plus, somewhere on there. Yeah. 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 It's too, he, good, too good of a recruiter to throw that hire out the window. Too bad of a previous stint as a yeah. head coach to, to say it's going to be any kind of a home And run. he already made a move in his, uh, with his staff. He hired the DeMatha high school coach. That's like the big powerhouse in D.C. That, that cranks out all these great players. He hired their head coach. He's the running backs coach. I can guarantee you all the schools that go into D.C. to get talent are just annoyed oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on. No news at Rutgers. Uh, IU, no news, which is bad news for IU fans. Mike DeVord is still their offensive coordinator. When, it, Sorry, when it's all IU over, it's going to be – Cockroaches and Mike DeBoer just <laughs> roaming right. the earth. <laughs> yes. Good one. I like that. All right, Wisconsin. Ryan Connolly, linebacker, will not play in the bowl game. He is injured. Getting surgery. Yep. Surgery. Iowa, Noah Fant will go pro and forego the bowl game. How forego do you feel about game. that? We'll get into that. At Well, you know, let's just get into it now. Right. Then we let's can do it. go into the housekeeping, finished housekeeping stuff. Um, I support the decision for him to go pro on a personal it's, level sure it's just i get it i get it i mean i do oh, think he's gotta go pro right definitely for him to go pro um skipping the bowl he's, i do support it i do support the decision yeah. i i think i would it. do the right is is it okay to support and hate something at the same yeah. time it is because i feel exactly the same way um so is he a junior this he's year a, yeah he's a junior a Richard I mean, junior yeah, okay. every, every every Iowa fan knew he was going pro sure. before the year even started. So you know um, what amazes me is that Iowa can redshirt a guy like Noah Fant. That's how good their tight ends have been. He was rather thin. Yeah, okay. He, there was there was a certain amount of of physical and mental development that had to happen but, with him. But, I don't know. Line him up in the slot. Yeah, just throw the ball to him. Um, 
Will Greer. Uh, we saw Christian McCaffrey yeah. years ago. We saw he's the one uh, that Leonard started Fournette. It. Yeah, they kind of got it going. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just I'm nervous at exactly what the effects are. Well, we talked about be. it in the last cast yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the 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 home run NFL guy, NFL talent that's projected to be the number one overall pick yeah. that doesn't play a down the entire year. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Or just how much it would – now, I don't think that's going to happen very often. We're literally talking at it's like gonna one, happen, one or two guys. I'm just talking more first-round talent that will just start skipping the, the second half of the regular season. Oh, God. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. But That's right. awful. We already talked about that. We'll move on a little all bit. All right. No big news at Purdue or Nebraska so far. Northwestern. Their offensive line coach, Adam Cushing, has been hired at Eastern Illinois University to be the head coach. It's always a good thing when you see your, your assistants moving on to bigger and better things. He'd and been not, a- not very often that Fitzy loses any coaches off his staff. You know how long he was at Northwestern? 14 years. 15 years. Yeah, Longer yeah. than Fitz was the head coach. Oh, really? Yeah. So Fitz has been there 13. He was there before Fitz even. Wow. And they're, what, their offensive coordinator, 13 years, defense, 11 years. It just... just you know, yeah, Northwestern death taxes coaches, and Northwestern coaching. Yeah, Northwestern football coaches—they dig in like a wood tick, man. You just <laughs> you can't get them out of there. Good, good one. I like that. All right, That's two. I'm gonna see if I can get three in before the end. <laughs> Moving on to Minnesota, PJ Fleck was extended to the end of 2024, so he is he's now signed through 2024. Do you think? Yeah, the win versus Wisconsin. Ninety oh. percent of the reason that, that we're reading that that headline right there. I don't know. I I compare it to the Illinois extension of Lovey Smith. There was there's no like risk on the the part of Illinois. They didn't give him more money. They didn't increase the buyout. They're basically just trying to tell recruits and and potential coaches, you know, because they need okay. some coaches. We'll get to that. Hey, he's he's here. He's not going anywhere. So even I, I if they even if they failed. lose that game, finish five and seven, miss. I think they still give him an okay. extension. Okay, because. And they didn't release the numbers here, but I don't think they give them any more money from what from what it looks like. No, they just tacked on another. So year. it means nothing. It's easy. It's still they can fire him just as easily if they want to fire him. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think that Wisconsin had a. Big well, it part means of this. something. It means something to Heather Fleck because if he gets fired in two years, that's another couple million dollars that they're still going to owe him on the contract. So well, I don't know how much. I don't know if it's it'd guaranteed. be that much, but it would be a, it would be more. I'm not sure if any of it's guaranteed. Some of it's guaranteed. Okay. Someone's guaranteed. Blake Cashman, linebacker, will not be playing in the bowl game. How about that? What what, what face am I making right uh, now? His face is scrunched up. He's confused. It's contorted. Frightens and confuses. <laughs> He's frightened Blake and confused Cashman, your right decision now. frightens and confuses. Tell me why you're frightened and confused about that. Well, I guess I'll say this. Um, that is, if, if you're a Minnesota fan, you need homegrown guys yeah he's, he's from eden prairie yeah. like you got to be the face of the program you yeah. might not be you definitely aren't the most talented player on the team but you're the heart and soul type of guy yep and then you skip a ball well here's my question where do you think he's going to get drafted i don't think he will, will he get, get dra- drafted that's kind of what i was thinking i mean we're talking maybe if he really performs well in testing fifth right. round okay let me throw a wrench into the whole thing I think he's suspended for the first half for targeting. Okay. And I didn't know if you knew. All right. I think he is. So right? he just said, screw it, I'm not. Yeah. Well, you, I'm not going to travel there yeah. to play one half of football. Yeah, and, and where is he traveling to play it? Uh, New York. No. The toilet. Oh, that's right. Okay. The toilet. Okay. The toilet. 
Do you have any more housekeeping? Because that'd be a perfect segue into into what else I have to talk about here. Well, I've got a little bit. Donnell Green, the offensive tackle from Minnesota, Minnesota. will also not be playing. I thought that was a strange one. Finally, Illinois uh, need to hire two defensive staff. The rumor is Lovey is going to actually be the defensive coordinator. Really? uh, that's, That's the talk right now. Okay. Who knows? We'll find out. But Rod Smith, the offensive coordinator, did such a great job this year, was getting some overtures from FCF schools. Illinois paid him another $200,000 a year. Okay. And that is the end of housekeeping. So kind of continuing on what we were just talking about about a minute ago, um, the the Bulls. Mm. Okay. Um, w- maybe this is something I spend more time thinking about than the average definitely college football fan, but maybe even Big Ten fan. What do you think of the Big Ten Bowl lineup as a whole? Like the 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 bulls that that we have to pick from as Big Ten fans this year, just just this year or no, in general. Well, no, because you're thinking matchups. I'm think I'm saying the actual bulls, the locations, the who we play, the all that stuff. I think it could probably be upgraded a little yes. bit. Yes. Okay. I think it could be drastically upgraded. I don't want to go to Orlando. Okay. Get rid of that one. You, you don't want to go to Orlando. You definitely don't want to go. To Detroit, Detroit. I mean, are you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? With Detroit? I would be turning cartwheels to go to Detroit right now if Illinois was there. Okay, maybe that first year. <laughs> yes. You go to Detroit three out of Fuck. four years. <laughs> All right, maybe Detroit's not that exciting. But to me, well, what do we got? Fiesta, and, right? And just on a side note, with 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 the Motor City Bowl, when the <laughs> when the Motor City Bowl became a thing okay to me that changed everything and you're gonna you're, you're looking at me wow like, this is like a watershed event in yes. college football let's hear it you can have a bowl game freaking anywhere the well, whole point as, up as the, long as there's uh, a dome or uh, but before that it was a warm location yeah you went south pretty much right yeah so then but motor was that city the one that the, broke the mold I to, I don't know if it I'm not I haven't done that but it, deep it, a dive it was in Jeffrey the Greek's but, world yes okay you don't think there was other locations <laughs> once they heard Detroit got a bowl okay? They're like, well, if Detroit can do it, we yeah. can sure as the hell do it. Right. When is Council Bluffs going to have their, their bowl <laughs> game? No stadium there that I know of. Let's build but, one, damn it. Um, um, how about St. Louis? Would, Indiana- Would Indianapolis ha- and, have? Why wouldn't St. Louis do it? They don't have a team playing there. Might as well put someone in that dome. Uh, Colorado. You could have one here. Minnesota. Why not? For seriously. I mean, I, I would love I would, if they had a bowl game. Would love I would if I would if, go to it. If I would absolutely go to that bowl game. I don't game. care if it's Boise playing Troy. I'm I'm at the game. Go go check it out. And if it was another if it was a Big Ten, you know, I would program, it then, then. It would, um and then cuz the another another one that I can the, I mean the, the the first two bulls on the lineup for the Big 10. You go well, Let's from, go down the lineup. Yeah, can we do so, that? Um well, I'll just go down the lineup for the Bulls. Quick Lane in Detroit, mm-hmm. Pinstripe in New York City, Great one. Music City in Nashville, Peach Bowl in Georgia this year, Red Box in Santa Clara, Holiday Bowl in San Diego, the Outback Bowl in Tampa, the Citrus in Orlando, uh-huh. and the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. The first two one. are awful. Okay. The Pinstripe is, is a disaster, Kurt. Well, that shouldn't even be happening. Okay. So you know, you, if you're, if you're going to have the game in a cold weather environment – 
It's got to be in a dome. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, that's it, on a baseball field. Did, did you watch the Iowa? Bowl I watched game last year? the Iowa. It should have been game. stopped. It, it could have been stopped at halftime. It was embarrassing. It was horrible. It was absolutely embarrassing. They're, it's like they're they, they should be wearing ice skates instead of football cleats. Right. They're 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 sliding around on Man, a frozen field. It's not even field. football at that point. Well, it's not it's not football because it's on a dang baseball field. and They don't have heating coils underneath there, right. to, to to keep the ground unfrozen. Exactly. It, how does how is that happening? Yeah, and isn't Jim Delaney okaying this? Right, Jim would have to be okaying that, right? At some point, yeah. If the Big Ten signing up, for yeah, him. yeah, that, that, inexcusable. And then now you, it's hard not to go through this without. Oh, so Santa Clara. Okay, I've, I've yeah. been to a bowl game in the San Francisco area, but it was at it was um, I think it's called Foster Farms. Right, Crafts Fight Hunger. This used to be the the Foster. Oh, Farm. it's okay, yeah. but they moved now this to Rock. the different stadium because yeah. I went to the baseball field. The, okay, the what's it called? Uh, PNC Park. Does it, is uh, anybody? How, how many? It was actually fun. How many recruits are we pulling out of Northern California? The Big Ten footprint. Uh, very few. Why are we have a bull there? Very, very few. Why do we have a bull there? Okay, the question. I obviously I would never. I'm a you know Big Ten fan that grew up with the Rose Bowl being the number one goal. I know that's in California, but it's 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 Southern California. There's yeah. also history with the Holiday Bowl. I'm yeah. okay with that. I love the Holiday Bowl. It's right one of my now, favorites. right now, for me, pull out of those three bowls right there. They're 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 stupid. So pull out of the Detroit, the New York City, and which other one? The Red Box. The Red Box. Nobody in, has in Santa Clara. Now I I feel so the Music City Bowl in Nashville has been fantastic. That, oh, that's, that's a great a, location. That's a great bowl. Yeah. Um, there seems to be it's like the mid range, Big Ten versus mid range SEC. It seems sure. to be a good game. Most of the time, move the quick lane bowl to St. Louis or Minneapolis. Make it a bigger, a better destination. But I still think you go further south to yeah. a certain degree. Um, um, but can you move the bowl? I mean, that's up to the people that that run the bowl, right? But it's got to be up to Delaney or some Big Ten officials to a certain degree. And it's and of course, ESPN has their hand in it because they own most of the bowls at this point. But they can't force teams to play in them. There's no. got to be some sort of agreement put into place. Yeah. Okay. Is any of this hitting home at all, or is it just? Well, you know, I I don't have a whole lot of connection to bowls because Illinois has never in one. So <laughs> I think I think it's a you know touch your subject for yourself. Yeah. Um. I just I just I think it's stupid. And then the other thing too is we play four four SEC teams. We don't play one Big Twelve team. I want to play one Big 12 team. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? And I'm pretty sure it's one Pac-12 team. And that's a shame, too. Why aren't we spacing so, that so out? Here's, so here's we the ones that SEC I hear. We're, we're the Big 10. We got money, right? We got more money than anyone. Uh, correct. Purdue makes more money off their TV deal than uh, Notre Dame. That was, correct. That was a stat that went out last yeah. week. Um, I remember my buddy texting me a couple years ago saying, Illinois total revenue is higher than USC. I'm like, well, yeah, they've it's got big the 10, big baby. ten network. So, so flaunt that money in some capacity and get rid of the quick lane bowl. Put it somewhere, you know where. Pin, uh, the pinstripe done with that. Get the Alamo Bowl back. I want to play a Big Twelve team. Yeah, what happened to the Alamo? I don't bowl? know. That was a great bowl. I played. It was in that a bowl. good bowl. Yeah, or as a part of that bowl, I should say. Yeah, that was an amazing experience. Down yeah, in San Antonio. Tech. And then what do you pick up? You pick up recruiting. Down in Texas, Absolutely, too. which is a huge recruiting bed for the Big Ten. This whole trying to bring New York City and Jersey into the Big Ten, like yeah. we've given it They're a run with that. It's just it's not working for me. I don't know. 
And then I guess another thing just overall with the Bulls that I complain about is when you look down at these conference records in Bulls, the Big Ten is playing a Power Five conference in every single one of its Bulls. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, they do almost every single mm-hmm. year. I mean, what's the lowest ranked team that we're matching up would probably be Georgia Tech, you know? I mean, which is that, one of the more interesting games, I absolutely. think. Absolutely. I mean, we're, and then by the way, next week's podcast will be recruiting, and then the podcast after that will we'll break down the Bulls. But yeah, I mean, all these matchups, it's SEC, SEC, SEC. Two Pac-12 mm-hmm. teams because I forgot about the the Rose Bowl and the um, uh, Utah Northwestern for the for oh, the yeah. for the Holiday Bowl. I don't know. It's, That's it's a good just, one too. It's funny to me that when the Big Ten admittedly had some bad bowl record years. Oh yeah, there were some down years there. I swear you couldn't. You just walked by Sports Talk Radio, and it was somebody from ESPN Radio or whatever just shouting about how bad the the Big Ten looked in in bowl games. Yes, yeah. right. That's yeah. you heard that over and over, yeah. over and over yeah. again. Now the Big Ten, the Worms turn. They've had a really good bowl record the last couple of years. Last <laughs> right. year was seven almost, and one. Yeah, yeah, almost perfect. Now suddenly it's hey, we have to look at these matchups and what these teams, how much of these, how many of these teams really want to play in these bowl games. It's really convenient that when the Big Ten suddenly oh, yeah. has started having a, a better bowl record, that we're not, you know, then suddenly we're not really looking at the bowls. And I, you know, excluding the college football playoff, I really don't think the bowls mean that much. And we talked about that last time. There's, there's a lot of truth I don't into take, that. I don't take a lot out of the records. I mean, I'm, I'm glad the Big Ten was 7-1 and one last year. Don't get me wrong. I want the Big Ten to win these games. If you don't, it's just it's a meaningless game. It's not completely meaningless. Not completely, but it's but it's, 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 it's heading down that way. It keeps inching closer to meaningless every game. Or every um, and then some of the matchups too. We kind of glanced over that, but Iowa fans wanted the Holiday Bowl. Northwestern fans wanted the Outback. You, you couldn't have switched those. Every both fan bases would have been ecstatic at that. I have so no why, idea. How do you and know then, that and, Northwestern and, and, wanted uh, Orlando? Uh, Chappie and talking to other Northwest, following other people on uh, Twitter. Tons of Northwestern hmm. fans were open for the Outback. Boy, I've been to Orlando. Whereas Iowa fans were okay with the Outback, but everybody wanted to go to, to San Diego. I mean, Iowa has to been to, to I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think they've been to 22 Outback Bowls in the last 23 years. That's what it feels like. We had the one year that where we went suck, to the Rose Bowl. By the way, well, I know, but obviously <laughs> there is always going to be fatigue. Another one too. Another. On, I, I got to pause to take another yeah. draw of the Amador Double Barrel Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey, finished with Napa Valley wine barrels. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. free plug, Brian. Free plug. <laughs> um, another thing too. How do we wind up with Florida? And Michigan playing for the seventh time. Oh, I know. How in seven it? years. Come on. You, you want to hear something that's crazy? What? So Michigan's how, how Michigan they... has played Florida three times in the last. I think it's four years because they had sounds, a kickoff. Sounds right. They had a kickoff classic, and too. they played them in another bowl game uh, years back now. But yeah. I mean, it, this is not uncommon. Now this isn't a direct correlation, but I just find this interesting. So Michigan has played Florida three times in the last three years, or okay. will be after the bowl. Texas A&M and Georgia have never played. Wow. <laughs> I just think that's weird. Boy, that and, is weird. And then the last thing that I think is crazy about the matchups, 
Wisconsin and Miami playing. Oh, again, uh, come on. Okay, but but this is what I'm getting at. I know. How does how does it break down like that? So, uh, do you know more about the process? Like, is it's like a the big doesn't the big yeah, Scott Doctorman wrote a fantastic article. Okay, did you on, let's talk about that? Because well, I mean, he just broke it down. It's like using a draft, Iowa. Right? It is. Yeah. It is. It he, he broke it down using Iowa as an example on how the process goes. And so does the bowl games draft the, the Big Ten teams? Is that what, what he's saying? That is how it goes. Okay. Yes. And Delaney has no say in this. There's no say in it past the committee because the, com- the committee uh, uh, has the first, I think it's 12 teams, right, that they okay. rank. So once you're at that level, okay. that's why a lot of Washington State fans are ticked off because right. they got booted down lower and then it brought up uh, uh sec team to get into the new york six and i know the sec treats bulls different than the big 10 does right they go and There's say no, they, they they want say matchups yeah they want matchups yeah and we're doing it wrong it's stupid it's yeah. another stupid thing that is, is yeah. being handled stupidly <laughs> i don't know what and jim delaney's a smart guy what's he thinking he does mostly great things but there's a couple of things he does not so great is he maybe tiring out a little bit maybe it's time to we need to move jim phillips in there he's a he's an illinois guy is the northwestern um ad i guess okay jim phillips you, you hear another one that's been rumored no barry alvarez yeah i could Being see Big that Ten commissioner what do you think of that well he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer right <laughs> is he, okay is that... well i'm not saying he's dumb i'm just saying he's just a football coach <laughs> So sorry, all you football coaches. <laughs> if you're a Wisconsin guy, a football coach, or a friend of the Alvarez family, we we apologize. I mean, but Jim but, Phillips okay. is a scholar. I mean, he's a well accomplished okay. guy. In in comparatively speaking, as far as uh, yeah. diplomas on the walls, yeah. You're saying. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just find I find a lot of that weird and stupid, and I just feel like if me and you again in our Commissioner roles that oh yeah yeah co-commissioner co- as we agreed okay yeah I feel like we could slot the teams and the the fan bases better than what seems to happen almost every year yeah but I'm guessing I, there's just not a whole lot of pull you can really have well and we didn't even really talk through it but basically the the bulls just have too much pull there should be times yes. where right a Delaney or some commissioners step in and say sorry yes. you're you're not taking team A. We're going to do Team B. We need to move this As around a commissioner, a bit. why can't you be able to say, no, here's the next team in line. Here's the next team. Here's the next team. Or why can't, in or this, this case, matchup why, doesn't why, even make in this sense. case, Kirk Ferentz and Pat Fitzgerald or Gary Barta, Iowa's right. AD, yeah. or Northwestern's AD, call each other and say, hey, you guys want Orlando? You want San Diego? Let's okay, let's, 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 let's swap. Let's tell the Bulls we're not. Right. Okay. All right. So last thing. Yeah. Nine bowl games for the Big Ten. Hmm. Prop bet. This is the actual okay. Vegas prop bet mm-hmm. over under for how many bulls the Big Ten is going to win. Okay. What do you think it is? Five. Three point five. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. I'm taking the over, buddy. Yeah, I'm going over on that yeah. one. I yeah. I mean, I don't think the Big Ten's gonna go eight and one, but I don't think they're gonna go three they went and seven six. and one last year. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got, man. I don't think I have anything else either. Oh, you got a little bit hey, more we, Amador to drink, but... Okay, well, yeah. I got that. So we got to figure out something to give Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. What are we going to do? Oh, man. In our uh, I really healthy get something Eisman to him. budget. That we, can't, we can't buy him anything because that's a violation of NCAA 
Well, I thought you were going to look into what the... Okay, I'll look into that. Because he there obviously has plaques on... You get plaques handed to you from your university or from the Big Ten Conference or from the, you know, if you get All-American. So there's something you can accept. So maybe like a really, you know, economically purchased frame from Target and I could print so something out from my own computer. you're a trophy type of thing. I was thinking like a $5 Starbucks gift card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if because I think there is there is a a, a dollar okay. limit that you can go under that's not a violation. If anybody listening knows what that yeah, is, tweet us please. Yeah, tweet us and let us know because we're going to send Dwayne Haskins a gift. I'm at Big Kurt on Twitter. B one G K U R T. Jeffrey the Greek at Jeffrey the Greek. Tweet us. Yeah, I guess that'll. So congrats to Dwayne Haskins. Big deal. Big deal. The Eisman Trophy winner for 2018. All right, so like uh, we already said, next week uh, will pretty much be the uh, Kurt cast because yep, it will be recruiting we'll heavy, and that is uh, not my I'm forte. I'm looking forward to my, my research this yeah, weekend. Yeah, you could uh, pretty much just put a cardboard cut up across the table of me, <laughs> and it'll be, I'll, I'll have about as much to, to add. But we'll have to do some recordings of your little uh, analogies. Yeah. I, can, I could just hit like a button, and it's pretty, pretty much just me. It's pretty much just me saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much. I when I listen to my the podcast, that's that's what I hear myself say all the time. So that's gotcha. all you really need. And then Alrighty. after that, we'll we'll break down the the aforementioned nine bowl games. Yes, indeed, man. Okay, looking forward to it. All right, all right. Talk Everybody to you next week. Time. See you. Bye.